Maybe you're like me. I haven't published a new book since before the pandemic started. I've published a flash fiction piece and I have written loads of podcast episodes and a few self-help lead magnets, but that's not the same as publishing my next fiction book. Maybe your fiction writing efforts have stalled like mine. So in an effort to get to the root of the problem, which for me is trying to straddle the fiction and nonfiction worlds, I picked up two books in December 2022 that have influenced my thinking in a huge way and continue to do so. The first was The 12-Week Year by Brian P. Moran and Michael Lennington, which identified one of the biggest obstacles to writing my next novel, The Year Long Plan. More about that in a minute. The second book is The 12-Week Year for Writers by A. Trevor Thrall, which was written for writers by a writer. Perfect. So what did I learn? What is strategic thinking? What are tactics? And what is greatness in the moment? Stick around and find out. Hey, Writing Pursuits authors, welcome back to the podcast. To those of you who are new, I want to extend a special welcome. My name is Catherine McKee, and I'm glad you're here. If you are a writer seeking encouragement, information, and inspiration, this podcast is for you. Let's get to it. Annual plans are no good to me. Yes, you heard me correctly. A one-year plan kills my motivation and momentum. After all, I have an entire year to get the book done. So my brain immediately adopts island time. That means urgency goes by the wayside. If I don't sit down to write the darned book one day, then I say soon come which translates to I will do it tomorrow or the next day or the next. The premise of the 12 week year is that people lose focus, procrastinate and delay action when faced with a long time horizon like a year. This is why New Year's resolutions don't work for the vast majority of people, right? But if you shift to a 12 week year with appropriately sized goals, then you can stay engaged maintain momentum, and consistently take action. You also enjoy more flexibility to tweak your plans because you have a faster, quicker feedback loop. This leads to real measurable progress. Both books are full of great material about vision, planning, process control, measurement, and time use. But first, let's talk about three other principles accountability, commitment, and greatness in the moment. And let's talk about them in reverse order. So greatness in the moment is what sets the Olympic athletes apart from the rest of us. Greatness in the moment is about doing all the things required to prevail when nobody is watching, like maintaining a strict schedule, eating the right foods, sleeping enough, doing the weights in the treadmill, swimming early morning laps in the pool, competing against yourself, and endless workouts. This is greatness in the moment, so that on competition day, the athlete is at their peak state of readiness. There is no victory unless there is greatness in the moment. For writers, this looks far different, but it is greatness in the moment nonetheless. Getting up early to write or writing while everyone else is doing fun things like watching TikToks, tracking time in the chair or words written, revision, 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 scheduling an editor and revising again, spending endless hours researching a time period to get the details right, world building, character arcs, crafting dialogue, taking critique. Ooh, that last one's hard. Great novels and great nonfiction books don't just happen. They are preceded by greatness in the moment. Commitment 
of course, seems self-explanatory, but I, I think it comes from understanding, really deeply understanding your reasons why. Accountability is not what you immediately think of in our current culture. This isn't about being held accountable or holding others accountable. Accountability is about taking ownership of your results and being accountable to yourself, keeping score for yourself, being honest with yourself, owning the results you get. That's accountability. However, accountability also means being willing to report your results. In the 12-week year for writers, Thrall discusses weekly writing groups. Ideally, these are not about others holding you accountable, but about you reporting your score for the previous week on working toward your goals. Finding or forming an enjoyable and supportive writing accountability group for the purpose of reporting progress is probably the hardest part of the whole thing. But the group doesn't have to be more than two or three people. Keep that in mind. Again, this isn't about being held accountable or holding others accountable. It is about holding yourself accountable. You want to report a strong score, so you are more likely to do the things that will make that possible. It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. I am going to report a strong score this week becomes action that turns into a strong score. At the beginning, I said we would circle back to measurement. So what are we measuring? That's up to you. Let's say you want to write a novel that is approximately 60,000 words. You want to have it ready to publish in one year. You already know the premise of the book. Maybe you've written a synopsis already. Okay, the year is too long of a time horizon. So you divide the super project into 12-week chunks. Let's agree that you need time for your editor to work through it and get it back to you, and you will need time to get it ready for publication. That's one quarter of the year. Now you have three quarters left, three 12-week years to do the rest. Still too long, but you feel certain you can write 20,000 words in 12 weeks. I mean, that works out to less than 2,000 words per week. Wow, that's a low, low number, but let's go with it. Oh man, I feel really bad because I know how long my novel has been sitting around there and 2,000 words a week, I could have done that. Okay, so maybe you decide to work in plotter.com or use note cards or spend four of the first 12 weeks creating a timeline. Crazy, I know. Don't call it an outline. It's more like a map, right? That still means 2,500 words per week. I mean, if you only worked two days a week, you could probably get that done in, say, four hard hours of work. There's your measurement, also known as a tactic. Write for an hour four times per week, or write for four hours once a week, or write for two hours twice a week, and track your actual writing sessions. However you add it up, it's writing hours divided by four. If you write for only an hour that week, you achieve a score of 25%. If you write for three hours, you achieve a score of 75%. If you consistently score 75% or above, you will start building momentum. If your score is lower than 75% for two weeks in a row, then you need to assess the situation strategically. Ask the hard questions. What can I do to help myself? How else can I do this? Is there a way to do this even better? Who can help me? How can I set aside more hours? Strategize to solve the problem or choose a different measurement. Don't forget to ask, is this a doable number of writing hours in my current season of life? If you have young children or if you care for an elderly parent, the answer might be no. I can realistically only write for 15 minutes at a time, a couple of times per day. 
that's okay. But you need to acknowledge your life situation honestly. In a nutshell, the 12-week year is about identifying the most important goal or two or three, then thinking them through in a strategic way, and then deciding on the tactics and how to measure your success. Give yourself a few hours to come up with your first 12-week year plan. Then schedule the work and the scorekeeping. And last but not least, find some way to report your progress. There's this game called Othello that is played with 64 discs, which are black on one side and white on the other. The person with the most discs of their color at the end wins the game, although a tie is possible. The motto on the box is a minute to learn a lifetime to master. It's so easy to learn the rules, but it is the very devil to play against a worthy opponent. The 12-week year method of planning is easy to understand and to learn. However, you are in effect playing against your last best effort. With each 12-week round, you will achieve a better understanding of how to improve your game. Also, your estimation skills will improve. Success leads to more success, so this is well worth doing. I highly recommend reading both books, but writers should at least read Thrall's book for writers. His personal story is inspiring, and he breaks the topic down in a way that is easy to understand. Both books are listed in the show notes. The question of the week is, what does greatness in the moment mean to you? Thank you for listening to the podcast today. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a star rating and follow the podcast. If you're new around here, I hope you will sign up for Writing Pursuits Tips for Authors, my newsletter that comes out most Thursdays when health and life permit. That link and all the links mentioned in today's episode are in the show notes at writingpursuits.com. Please join us on Wednesdays for new episodes and keep writing, my friends. Keep writing. Keep writing.